0: Good buddies, what's up and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy,
1: Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon.
0: And we are finally hitting the uh, fall 2019 animes that we suggest that you should be watching from the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could easily, I think I would still say that it's probably the weakest season of this year
1: yeah but there
0: are some watchable things out there there's definitely some gems
1: there's definitely some gems i've seen people saying oh there's nothing good i've seen people saying oh there's a lot good i would say it's somewhere in between there's definitely a few very good shows i mean my
0: my shows that i picked are hidden away on amazon so sure and i and i don't know that a lot of people go out of their way to watch the amazon prime anime but yeah uh yeah uh, i'm excited to to talk about them we of course are not going to be doing our scores as mm-hmm. usual just kind of giving uh, you a brief yep.
1: overview of a few shows we think that our good buddies would enjoy and might want to check out
0: yeah yeah something you might have missed maybe you haven't missed and of course we will want to know in the comments below what you think that we should check out what didn't make the list uh of course we'll have a ramble after this as well for sure and we'll talk about some honorable mentions and maybe some dishonorable mentions
1: maybe some maybe some check these out too and maybe some skip these yeah uh,
0: so man, let's hop right
1: into it. You uh, you want to go first? I'll go ahead and take it, man. Let me tell you about one that I'll be honest, kinda was a little too weird for me at first, but it is growing on me. Uh, it's called No Guns Life, and this is a pretty interesting one. It's a few episodes out right now. It's on it's streaming on Funimation. You can check it out there. Uh, sub and dub, all that good stuff. Uh, let me give you the let me give you the breakdown. So it's the not too distant future. Uh, many humans have taken on cybernetic enhancements—excuse me, enhancements—giving them greater reflexes, greater strength, and even some special powers and abilities every now and then. These people are referred to as Extends, and those who take these enhancements to the extreme are often shunned by society as Overextends. They are sometimes these grotesque, to sometimes like monstrous amalgams of flesh and technology. And they have little to no place in a normal world. And one such overextend is the main character of this show, Mr. Juzo Inui. He's a former soldier in the last big war. They don't really talk about it, but it's the war. They just say the war. Uh, And as an overextended, he's a little hard to look at um, by most folks. Uh, Former soldier, and he has no memory of his previous life. And as such... Uh, being unable to find a regular job perhaps he has taken up work as a private investigator real hard-boiled noir type and you know you might be thinking what makes this guy so weird what could be so difficult to look at on this guy well let me tell you his head is a big fucking revolver okay he's got a big (laughs) gun head a fully functional <laughs> revolver gunhead with a with a with a handle and a trigger on the back that he can't pull himself He was actually you find out a little bit he was part of a special gun slave unit in the war uh, and as such now that he's now that he's out and he you know has very little memory of the war of like anything before that but he was part of literally what's called the gun slave unit. you are literally a tool that someone else has to pull your trigger on. Um, you are to be used and then cast aside and obviously that put a little something in him he's got a pretty big complex about that and he sees other people who are in a similar situation he has a lot of sympathy so, for them and he tries to help them out even as he's working against sometimes these extends uh, who he takes cases does on does he have against. eyeballs no okay somehow he does see there's actually a pretty great scene I think in episode 2 where he is he has wearing a blindfold but he can still see like he's got it on him, but like, so the whole thing is there's this character who he's got a relatively close, uh, friendship, possibly relationship with. I don't know. We'll find out who, uh, is like someone who works on these extend people. She can like take apart, apart put them back together, fix what's wrong with them, et cetera, et cetera, And the first time you see her, she is working on a woman, uh, who has been brought there by this guy and he's all freaked out and sad. And she's like, it's handled. Don't worry about it. And then she pulls this curtain back and our dude is sitting there and he, he's apparently like, maybe a little lady shy because okay. like he will occasionally get this real goopy it kind of reminds me of um uh Full Metal Alchemist when Alphonse he would go into like the super blobby mode you know what I'm okay, talking about yeah he kind of looks like that uh, when he's embarrassed and the lady's like, e- what? You just, Did you see you're naked or something? Come on. I knew that the blindfold didn't do anything. You can still see. That's not where your eyes are. It's like, I don't know if he has eyes, but apparently he yeah. does. Somehow he can see. But it's really interesting. The thing about this show, the thing that kind of put me off at first is that it is so, it has this weird dichotomy between it's just unabashedly goofy protagonist and subject matter. But... It's so it's such a serious, like gritty, hard-boiled thing, like story. And those two things are sometimes opposed to each other. They have a pretty interesting gel as the, as you get further into it. And it's something that personally it doesn't always work for me. This thing I talked about before when you have like those shows where like, it's about the super cutesy anime girls, but then like they're murdering each other and there's blood everywhere. That's a thing that like those two disparate things don't always work for me. And that's kind of what's going on here, how it's like so goofy, the premise, but so serious, the story. But for the most part, it works, and I'm pretty into it. I'm gonna check it out more. It, I've, I've been seeing a few people talk about it online, how like they're just like, "Holy shit, I love this!" And yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, it's a nice. pretty decent show. It's uh, a few episodes out again, streaming on Funimation. Check it out. Pretty interesting one. It's called No Guns Life.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I think. I think uh, you would enjoy. It. I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything on it. I did go look up a picture of it just now. It's wild, and, right? <laughs> yeah, and he looks kind of like a, kind of like an Ava unit or something. Yeah.
1: Literally. In. He's got yeah. like this weird like metal mouth yeah. and then there's just a straight up gun.
0: Yeah, I think I was A huge fucking gun. It looks <laughs> it looks ridiculous, but I think I had it in my mind. Looking more ridiculous than I thought. What are you thinking? Like, it was
1: just a barrel, like, for, like, pointing up It was like a a
0: six shooter or something or whatever, and he had all these chambers hanging out. No, it's
1: like, it's like, it's kind of like that, but it's like literally pointing forward. Like, when you see him more, like, when you see him, like, moving and, like, at the profile, it's like clearly like a giant, like, here's the handle on the back of his head, like, where a ponytail would be. Here's the chambers that are where his, relatively where his eyes and nose would be. And there's just a barrel that would be his forehead. Yeah. It's wild.
0: They kind of make it look like more like a Neck though, yeah, then, yeah. A uh, where bit. I was like, you know, put it like a Smith and Wesson on top of somebody's neck. Yeah, and that's yeah. What yeah. I was, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Okay, man. okay, but cool. I'm yeah, into it. I'm cool. into this
1: show so far. Tell me what you got. Nice.
0: Man. Uh, I'm gonna talk about one. Uh, I already said that both of mine are from Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about Blade of the Immortal. Oh boy. Um, it is practically so uh, this year uh, from Soft. Released a game called Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. It is kind of Sekiro, except you don't have a—he doesn't have a crazy grapple hand or anything. Um, but he, in fact, cannot die. And the the hook behind Sekiro is that you have to kill him twice. However, there are characters that are undying in the game mm-hmm. because they have these—they uh, uh, have the blood of the dragon, which is essentially bloodworms. And I'm gonna assume that it was pulled directly from this, because this has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, he has a sacred, b- sacred bloodworm that allows him to, if he gets like a limb or something sliced off. Uh, his name is Manji. So if Manji loses his leg, he can pick it up and insert it back on, and these bloodworms will start working together and just, mend his leg. Just kind of
1: stitch it back in. Yeah,
0: he's kind of like Wolverine, except with, you know, bloodworms. Jesus sacred Christ! Blood worms. You keep saying um,
1: bloodworms, and it's freaking me out. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's. It, it, I mean, they they make a point to say that it's bloodworms, sacred bloodworms. Gross. Um. So before we really we really get into manji, uh, there is a young girl named Rin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show starts off, and it starts with both his backstory and her backstory, pretty much back to back. I don't know, remember which one comes first, but essentially she grew up in a in a dojo with like a samurai clan and the whole clan is slaughtered including her father is killed right in front of her by these other samurai
1: this is probably where you should say it's super gory yes
0: it is it's very (laughs) violent and it's very it's it's not even just violent it's 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 like turbo violence like
1: super ultra violence and
0: it is dark um it, it is certainly a samurai anime so you're going to get some you're going to get limbs flying, you're going to get blood spray. Uh, they they go all in on it. Um, so Ren watches her father being slain and then her mother is taken from her. Mm-hmm. Um she doesn't know if her mother's alive or what it is. So uh, she's been wandering for 2 years trying to find a way to get revenge and find out You know, if her mother is alive or not, Mm -hmm. uh, in which she runs into an old lady, uh, who she's like an old nun and she tells her to seek out Manji. Mm He, uh, he is cursed by being immortal because he did the, some sort of criminal deed that led to the death of a hundred samurai. Jesus. Um, and now, in order he he can only slay the uh, people with guilty hearts, essentially criminals or somebody that has ill intent or whatever. He has to determine their intent before he can kill them. Essentially, at least that's how I understood it in the first episode or so. Uh, it, by the I'm on episode three now, and he's cut up a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Good God! But um so he he has this curse attached to him, and of course you know if you have if you're cursed with immortality what more do you want then to be released from this mortal coil i'm ready uh, to go yeah <laughs> uh so he is he teams up with ren to go help her uh get revenge on her parents once he deems that you know she doesn't have ill intention she he, he wants to kind of steer her from the path of revenge, but he isn't going to stop it. He does know that in her heart, she feels wrong. She was not, you know, she's not trying to play the situation mm-hmm. and uh, advance herself or kill off people that uh, she in fact wronged, if that if that makes sense. Sure. Um, it, it's really weird how they, they kind of bring up... I almost wish they didn't bring up the... the he has to kind of determine... Somebody's heart or whatever, it, but I guess it makes him a little less rogue. I don't, I don't freaking know. Yeah. What I do know is that the show is sick. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we got there, kids. <laughs> so we we get to we get to the main fight scenes, and I will not spoil. You know the the sight that is the first big fight. Yeah, okay. From one of the clans, um, that that slayed her parents. But good God Almighty, it's it's pretty pretty it, brutal. It is, is wild. Saying. And it is brutal, and the show itself looks crazy as well. So the animation is super polished. It looks really good. It's very high budget looking, to the point where like I look at I look at Rin's face sometime, and and it almost looks like it's rotoscoped. Okay. Kind of like it's like you know how it's minimal shading, but it looks
1: very realistic. You're saying check it out at least for the art style. Yeah,
0: at least look at that art style quickly. Because um, it don't take long to, to really see, like, wow, this does look pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the colors used, for the most part, are very aged. Mm. So it, it looks like somebody had, like, this decent coloring, these vibrant backgrounds, and then they've been smoking on it for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it adds a really cool effect. It's really neat to look at. And if Samurai anime is your thing, if you like the Undying Samurai, if you like Sekiro for sure go check this out. Um but yeah, Manji and Rin are on an adventure currently to go uh, get vengeance for her parents and you I've already met several other characters. It looks like they're trying to enlist some people to come with them. It is pretty wild and it's pretty fun. I definitely recommend it if if you can handle something violent. If you're not okay with violence, I unrecommend this to you. Yeah, but for the most part, I think we have largely an a, an adult uh, listenership or viewership, mm-hmm. so I, I feel I feel pretty comfortable recommending people to check this out because I think you know I haven't seen anything that's so terrible. There there are uh, there are instances where things are uh said that happened but it doesn't actually show them okay or
1: anything like that and with some very heavy themes but like you're definitely gonna get a bunch of limbs flying in blood supply. oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay so uh, that yeah. what you're saying is probably a skip for Brandon. <laughs> maybe a skip for Brandon. maybe a skip I, would, for Brandon. I
0: would say i would say probably uh give it a look-see give i, I it, definitely want to
1: see this art style because uh, it, it sounds yeah, fascinating uh,
0: give it to number at least two i okay. wouldn't even say th- if you're if you're in by the second one then yeah gotcha um I think that's a good enough point to know whether or not you're in. The first episode is a bit heavy. Uh, however, I think I spoiled one of the heavier spots for you already. Uh, so you, you might enjoy it, but the good buddies might enjoy it as well. That's why I wanted to throw it out there. That is Blade of the Immortal, and it is on Amazon Prime.
1: I will say that's definitely one that I... So I've been looking at a couple, like, review sites, seeing what other people think of some of the shows, and I've seen a few, like, people talking about this show or that show that I haven't looked at yet. I have not seen anyone talking about Blade of the Immortal, so might be worth checking out, yeah. you know, if you want to if you wanna get ahead of the curve, maybe.
0: Yeah, if, if you're looking for something, if you watched Dororo last season... Then this, and you, you you're looking for something similar to
1: that, similar vein.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you might you might check this out. We're, also, the the opening song is a uh, freaking awesome.
1: It's a real real banger, huh? Yeah, it's good. Nice. All right. Uh, let me hit you with one more from me. Uh, this is one that might be my pick for best thing this season. I'm very into this show right now, and we will see how it goes from there. Uh, it is called Stars Align. And if y'all have been watching any of the new anime, y'all probably could have looked at this one and thought, that seems like a Brandon show. Uh, It's hitting me, man. Uh, So this one, let me just hit you with a little quick picture. Toma Shinjo is struggling to keep his high school's soft tennis club afloat. Uh, The boys' soft tennis club. They can't win a game. They're constantly overshadowed by all the other clubs in school. Uh, Notably, the uh, girls' soft tennis club is winning all the matches and they haven't done anything, these boys. Excuse me, sir. What the hell is a soft tennis? So soft tennis is like regular tennis but it's a much softer uh, ball. It's like you can actually like squishy it a little bit if you were to hold one. Whereas a regular tennis ball, you know, is much harder uh, and has a lot more bounce to it. So it's mostly like it's a thing that like you'll usually see kids playing because one you don't have to worry about getting hit by the ball as much like it'll hurt but it ain't gonna hurt real bad but also it does give you a slightly different version of the game because it has a different bounce to it and whatnot yeah it's a little bit different it's kind of like um it's not quite the same as like wiffle ball but it's kind of in the same vein where you don't have to like worry about hitting it as hard because it's not going to go as far anyway anyway uh yeah soft tennis the, these these kids the boys playing soft tennis this these dudes can't win a game the team captain Thomas shinjo he's really having a hard time and particularly he's having a good time because they're in danger of losing their club funding because they if they can't win a competition if they can't prove that their clubs are worth something they're going to be cut back on funding as per the uh, class president and whatnot so enter mr maki Katsuragi, a transfer student whom Toma recognizes from childhood. He actually knew this guy when they were very young, haven't really got a lot of that backstory yet, but they re- he recognizes him. And despite uh, having zero interest in clubs or school in general, this kid may be just what they need. And so far you could say, Brandon, that sounds like any old cookie cutter sports anime. And you know what? You would mostly be right. But where this show shines is the a one amazing character development the backstories of these kids the details you get and the drama that unfolds around them is fascinating and very well done uh maki for example the the main kid who like shows up transfer student comes from a poor home You see him like, you know, like he's clearly at least a little bit athletic because he doesn't like to wait for the elevator to to his uh, tiny apartment he shares with his single mother. He always is just taking the stairs up and down, up and down. He refuses to take the elevator because he doesn't want to wait for it. He wants to go. Um, He has a scumbag dad who ran out on them when he was younger, obviously. But he shows up every now and then to borrow giant sarcastic air quotes money. So basically he breaks in and robs them more or less. Uh, and takes what he needs when he needs it. Toma, on the other hand, the, uh, team captain, uh, he wants to be as good, as good at this sport as his older brother was, uh, but he's having difficulty making that happen. And he feels like he's a constant disappointment and he kinda is to his very, very, like, doesn't seem to give a crap about him, mom. It's a whole lot of parent drama and whatnot. And I'll tell you right now, uh, this show gets kind of dark at points. Like the end of the first episode, you know, hey, content warning. You're gonna see a kid get beat up. Oh. And it's pretty messed up. By his parent? By his scumbag dad, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, but it does it is like it's still a fascinating show that has a lot of very interesting like dichotomy, like the the way the interactions and the relationships. The rest of the team has their own figurative and sometimes very literal scars. Um Even like the music and sound design, the art style of it, it's all very good. It just all comes together very interesting. There's another character who's like this girl who like the transfer student. She's the first person he talks to. And she's kind of like a little dark rain cloud who like doesn't seem to care about anything. She's just watching him. And she is on more than one occasion kind of bummed out where these dudes in the club are getting all in each other's faces and then don't fight. She's like, oh, man, it's like one of those. We have another kid who also has some pretty serious family drama. I won't go into detail on that one because it's kind of brutal, but suffice to say that, uh, his mom had a little bit of a break when he was a baby, a little bit of a psychotic break with her for some postpartum depression, perhaps. Uh, that was a lot of P words and I don't think I could say it again, but, um, yeah, it's a pretty wild show, uh, that still manages to be fun somehow, despite all that dark shit I was just talking about. Uh, and, yeah it's pretty i'm really into it right now i will also say it has probably my favorite ending theme ending sequence of any show i've seen so far uh it's freaking great
0: so far this season or so far this year
1: maybe this year it's very good better than stand by me it's up there. Nope. <laughs> it's up there. Cause that's the thing. Stand by me had an amazing song and some pretty interesting animation where it was like basically just them in real life. Uh, this one has some. A pretty okay song and like some amazing animation where they're just dancing around and shit okay and it's great and you really like if you watch just the ending of the show just the, the ed whatever we're calling it of this show you're gonna immediately have a very good idea about some of these characters personalities just from watching them like dance or lack of dance and how they move and stuff it's really fun it's really interesting it gets pretty serious and it might be the one to beat and i will also say this uh as i was telling you earlier this is probably going to be one that you don't have to worry about waiting for season two or whatever to get the full story because this is not based on a novel or manga it is an original anime so it's odds are they're going to wrap it all up in one nice little package and it's going to be a good time i'm super into this show it's called stars align that one is also streaming on funimation super super interesting show and i can't wait to watch some more of it Sounds cool, man. Sounds cool. Sounds really cool. Yeah, uh, right. right. Us, hit us with that last one, man. All right,
0: man. And you'll probably be able to speak on this one because I know you were the one that told me about it.
1: I told you about this when um, I watched a little bit more than you, so I might jump in.
0: This uh, this show is called Babylon. It is mm-hmm. once again on Amazon Prime, and it follows Zen Sazaki.
1: Whose uh, name means... Mr. Good basically. Mr.
0: Good It's like um, some
1: the the characters of his name translate as something like justice good or right or something like that. It's really <laughs> interesting.
0: Uh he is what is called a public prosecutor, mm-hmm. which is essentially a cop kind of, like a detective.
1: He's like an investigator, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: in, in the the new uh Shiniki district, mm-hmm. uh west of Tokyo, it's essentially the second Tokyo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and uh it's uh kind of a new nation and uh um, city yeah so i have learned so far i'm gonna only speak on the the first area here mm-hmm. um this show is set in arcs kind of like boogie pop phantom was or something like that where you'll get like three episodes and the
1: story is complete then you mm-hmm. go on
0: to your next arc or whatever, and it'll be three four episodes. Then it's complete.
1: I think you said hopefully it's a little less snoozy than Boogie Pop. Yeah, hopefully it is a
0: little <laughs> less snoozy. So far, it started off with a freaking bang. Uh, but it starts off with him investigating a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find this really disgusting... Uh, him and his partner find this disgusting letter that has, is stained with blood, and they pull it open, and there is a bunch of hair and fingernails and more blood. And just the letter F over and over and over and over.
1: Yeah, weird. Uh,
0: yeah, it is very weird. Disturbing, so, even. They they track that back. They go find the the person that uh, that it was attached to, and that fella is dead. Straight up dead. Yep. He he is attached to a machine that is feeding him uh, anesthesia. anesthesia. Yep. And he he is just gone with a big smile on his face. Classical music is blaring. Um, and the investigation really branches on from there. And it seems like maybe there's like some po- political stuff going on
1: here. It might go all the way to the top.
0: Yeah, it might go all the way to the top. There's definitely a conspiracy rolling around in this anime. And so far, uh, the, episode, the first episode ends with a bang.
1: Yeah, a very dramatic reveal at yep. the end of
0: that one. And uh, it is really freaking cool. And, it's pretty interesting. Yeah the the one thing that i will say against it and this is very minor is that the animation is kind of blah to me it's, it has it's, its very moments. normal it has its moments yeah. like
1: when they pull that letter apart there was a really interesting when they got like this this like semi cg thing yeah and they did that and you saw these little bits of like ink and what you now know to be blood flying off the paper as they yeah. pulled it apart it was pretty interesting it has its moments
0: yeah but but overall for the most part you're yeah but but overall yeah i felt like it was just kind of it was kind of like a a, maybe a a one out of out of our two i will say i'll see if it gets better but i mean it doesn't stun it at all it was just like i expected it to be uh i don't know i just maybe i came off a blade of the immortal and i was like this is gonna look you saw the
1: motorcycles in the intro and you were like
0: oh snap yeah oh here we go i'm
1: telling you that's the production company not necessarily the studio but I will, um, I will say this. You have watched episode one. I'm a little bit further than you. I will tell you that I, I've already said it several times to you. I need you to watch episode two yep. ASAP and then text me about it because episode two has one of the most striking pieces of this, this amazing scene in this interrogation that might be the coolest thing I've seen anywhere for a while. I'm talking, it beats out most big movies and games and TV shows I've watched recently. It's so engrossing and, and interesting. Um, I won't go into too much detail. Suffice to say, it yeah. is it is an interrogation, and there's some incredible stuff they do with the animation there. Okay. That I think you're going to like a I'm excited lot to see,
0: more. I, I mean, I, like, I'm one episode in, so I'm scared scheduled to change my opinion yeah but um, you definitely want to check it out yeah i and i definitely am because the show is pretty freaking sweet if you are a fan of maybe like uh maybe like a ghost in a shell maybe mm-hmm. not so futuristic yeah or or Psychopath, something like that you know these these really cool cop teams essentially yeah less on uh, the
1: action more on the intrigue and investigation yes yes
0: uh you you are probably going to want to check this the show out because it is it is really interesting. It ends with the bang in the first episode. I love anime for the most part that do arcs or whatever. You can get like uh, digestible stories in mm-hmm. there and then go tune into something else for a little bit. And you, you feel really satisfied with it. Absolutely. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's to be the case with this one. But I'm going to assume that it is because it started off just so damn good. Yeah. Uh, I, I
1: can't imagine it getting too, too bad from here. I will say just one other thing that I mentioned to you briefly is... If you the biggest problem I have with the show, there's only two real issues I have with the show, one of which is not really a spoiler, um, but one is that it has a real problem with uh, lack of uh, any kind of female representation. There is like one lady who shows up in this show at all so far. And she's pretty much like a stereotypical sexy mystery femme fatale lady. Okay. And it's kind of a bummer that they don't do anything more with her or with any other female characters ever. Like there's none. So else. you're
0: saying this is a sausage fest?
1: Pretty much. It's pretty much a big old sausage fest where everybody's like, yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is that, uh, and is mostly like a content warning, there is... Some suicide talk in here. Possibly, I mean, at least one of the, one thing that happens is like this is probably a murder, but it's definitely like some suicide stuff. So if uh-huh. you're sensitive to that, maybe chill out on yeah, this one.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. essentially too the the character that I talked about that did die. The mm. uh, the guy that the document was attached to. Yeah. He is. They they even say this is probably a murder, but it's going to be ruled as a suicide.
1: Yeah. Um. And the other thing in that same vein is that this show particularly later on in a few more episodes this is again not a big spoiler they have a lot of talk about this um the the concept of the right to die yeah you know um whereas like you know which if you're not familiar is like one of those like you know hey I hate my life uh, or I have a terminal illness why am I not allowed to just off myself or get a doctor to help me off myself yeah which obviously that's a bit pretty heavy issue the thing with this show is that it kind of does this thing where it acts like it's the first person first thing to bring that up and it tries to it kind of has this air about it like wow look how serious this is it's like well yes that is very serious but it kind of feels like some first year psychology student or philosophy student who's like i'm about to blow your mind It's like you're not really this is a thing that has been around for a while people know about this so maybe take yourself a little less seriously but like we've been saying it's so intriguing yeah the web of lies surrounding this thing and the way our dude is trying to untangle it it's really hard to put down despite my minor quips with it my minor quibbles yeah Uh, i thought it was pretty
0: cool uh, but i'm into it so far certainly dark
1: yeah very dark
0: i I brought the dark
1: ones (laughs) not so much on the blood and gore like your blade of the immortal but very dark
0: i could i could see even with the 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 document or whatever, like it, we we might get some nasty stuff in this.
1: It's I don't hard know. to look at sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, that's uh that's my final recommendation, and uh, I think we have one you know together that we're gonna recommend to we everybody. We can kind of
1: just slam jam this one. Uh, obviously, I mean, almost certainly yeah. already are. It's fucking MHA four. It's yeah. huge. It's uh, yeah. The season you four gonna, of My Hero Academia. You gotta watch it if you ain't already. Yeah. We're all kind of sad that there wasn't a new episode this past week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you know how do you how do you not not recommend that one you got you, you gotta throw it you, in. it's it's got to be in there it's we don't ha- we don't need to talk about it. everybody needs to know however i will say that we are not so far in yeah it's four seasons but you could catch up right now and if you haven't you should
1: yeah man it's not so far gone that it's impossible to to jump this hurdle yeah. and get into it uh it's a good freaking show you should check it out
0: yep uh and, it's classic. and that is all of our suggestions. Mm -hmm. of anime you should be watching from the fall 2019 anime season
1: again please Uh, let us know what you thought of those if you think there's any we missed that really need to be talked about we're gonna have a few in the uh, ramble honorable and dishonorable mentions perhaps Mm -hmm. uh, that hopefully you don't hate us if we say they're not that great yeah (laughs) But um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the uh, for the review side. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, so, do you want to tell them what we are watching next week, Brandon? We
1: kind of mentioned it a little bit last week, but we are going to be taking a look back at a show from uh, from last year yeah. that we both laughed so hard at. It was very funny. I to almost us. died. He, Roger almost vomited. He was laughing so hard at one particular episode.
0: This show is freaking funny. So get ready, man. What is it?
1: We're going to be talking about Asobi Asobase, which oh is a God. very interesting show i don't want to say anything else about it i feel okay. like honestly saying it's funny is a little too much of a spoiler already yeah the blind uh, the blindest you can go into this the better yeah if you, the less you know the better
0: it's on it's on Crunchyroll, i believe I, check I think it out. we can tell you that yeah
1: yeah check it out uh <laughs> if you got Verve. you got Crunchyroll. check it yeah. out it's a it's a show
0: yeah it's a show <laughs> and, and we're, we're, gonna we're gonna talk be, about yeah it. we're gonna be reviewing it <laughs> Uh, and I'm super stoked about it.
1: Yeah, man. I feel like it's going to be a good time. And then uh, we'll see what else we get to after that. But for right now, thank you for checking us out. Uh, if you're on the YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe. As we always say, ring that bell so we can send some notifications and ding your dong. And we would appreciate it so much if you would leave us a comment. Let us know what you think we should be watching, what we might have missed. and yeah,
0: Or what other good buddies should be watching.
1: Absolutely. What anybody should check out. Uh, I'm looking for more, man. Like I said, I, I haven't watched everything that's out this season. Uh, I've watched a few things obviously and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the ramble but we'd love to get some more suggestions if there's something that you think we should check out maybe one of these that I'm about to uh, say maybe you should skip if you've watched a little bit more of it maybe it turns out I shouldn't skip it and I was wrong and I will admit that if it's the case but by all means let us know we're going to head on into the ramble and thank you so much for listening yeah love you oh and uh, of course a shout out to our good buddy Haas for the uh, closing theme on the youtube you're about to hear if you're listening to the uh podcast obviously we're just gonna go into it yeah you the best hoss love thomas you. stays better uh the good buddies good is what that's called good buddies love you and we're in a oh, ramble. ramble all right so <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like this isn't gonna be
1: too long of a ramble i don't no, know probably not i got i got a few to just hit us with like yeah. stu- other stuff i watched i think you might have a couple for yeah, us yeah i have, I but, have just uh, a couple so for going the What Have You Been Watching, because that's what this whole entire day is, uh, the whole thing. Let's start with... I think we don't want to end on the dishonorable mentions. I think we should start with the stuff maybe we shouldn't watch, okay. and then go to some honorable mentions um, to end on a slightly higher okay. note. So I'll hit you with one. I'll hit you with two that I've already talked about previously uh, on the bad side. Okay. So maybe you don't watch... High school prodigies have it easy even in another world. Okay. A show which is a straight up isekai where a bunch of kids who are impossibly perfect. There is so much isekai this season. There's a lot of isekai this season. Um, so this one, like, I've already mentioned it previously, so I won't talk about it too much. But basically, you got a bunch of kids who are just too good, too cool for any school. This one's, like, so smart that he's a billionaire flying on his private freaking helicopter to land in dubai um this one is like so smart that somehow he has been elected the freaking prime minister of japan or something i don't even know and this one she's so brilliant with mechanics and whatnot the first thing you see is her on her own private space station building shit it's like okay these kids are impossibly smart got it and then they all get on a plane and it crashes in another world and they get isekai'd And let's just hit you with the gross stuff. This dude is too weak to eat. And this weird elf lady straight up baby birds him some food. Gross. And I've only watched the first episode, but from what I've read, they keep trying to push mayonnaise. That's not a one time thing wherein this kid, like, oh man, we. <laughs> I forgot about these, the mayonnaise. All these animal kids are like, eh, we hate boiled potatoes. And the lady's like, oh, you're going to love this. Check it mm-hmm. out. And the, the smart kid, the, the the politician kid, he's like, ah, uh, yes, try some of this. Puts a sauce on the potato. They eat the potato. Wow, well, this is amazing. I love it. And he's like, yes, this condiment, which has taken over our world mayonnaise. Apparently, mayonnaise is the big deal. And apparently, that's not the only time. From what I've read, and I don't think I'm gonna watch more to confirm, but it keeps coming back. They really want you to believe that mayonnaise is the best thing ever. Yeah, I can't.
0: I told, I, I told cannot. you, I told you about the girl at work who suggested that we uh, substitute yeah. butter for our grilled cheeses with yeah. mayonnaise.
1: Yeah, girl, I heard a thing. I think yeah. it was on another podcast. They were talking about these places that put mayonnaise in the guacamole. No, you get out. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Honestly, we could probably just lose mayonnaise. The only thing I can eat mayonnaise on is the Jimmy tape. John sandwich elote and a jimmy johns uh the 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 italian oh, yeah, sub.
0: yeah it is it is good on their sandwiches yeah yeah actually i can have mayonnaise on like a hamburger or i can do mayonnaise like on
1: even then but it's like got to be with other stuff yeah i can't do yeah. that just i can't do like a, a burger with just mayonnaise that's gross yeah throw me some throw me some mustard on there or people that that do a hot dog with mayonnaise i don't <laughs> get that at all and i've i've been i was at a friend's house and they were making hot dogs and everybody was grabbing a bun wiping mayonnaise on it and then putting the bun the weenie on it. and i was like what is wrong with y'all
0: and it's just so like it's, it's white, but yellow, but also kind of jiggly. Yeah, uh, you know I, that's I not, didn't like mayonnaise for years. Yo, mayonnaise
1: is alive. It has an IQ of one. <laughs> to be totally honest,
0: <laughs> I did not like mayonnaise until I was an adult. God, I still don't like Miracle Whip. I still don't. I love ain't mayonnaise. ever gonna like that shit.
1: <laughs> I can I can deal with mayonnaise, just like not that much. This has turned into the mayonnaise show, <laughs> and I'm tired of it. Uh, one more that I did talk about previously, last episode, in fact. Um, Africa Salary Man, basically trash. Yeah, uh, you can pretty much skip that one. It's not very good. It mostly is just a weird collection of uh, these anthropomorphic animals in an office setting, making some really crude jokes. Uh, there's a couple bits in that first episode where like they make some really really weird stands about like this guy is being accosted by girls on a train and he's like well, like it goes into this weird victim blamey thing where like um they're like trying they're like pretending that he was groping them or whatever and he's like Well, I wasn't. But if I was, look at how you're dressed. And it's like, dude. So it's like really fucked. The whole thing is just gross and not cool. And the animation like flip flops between some okay 2D to some really bad 2D to some horrible CG. It's just a bad time. I wasn't into it. Uh, Again, might be something that maybe if if you're into the crude humor and maybe you like to spark up a doober, maybe you'll be into it. I'm not shitting on anybody smokes weed. I'm just saying like that's what it struck me as is like you would have to be pretty high to be into this um the way it constantly switches the art styles it it, it borders on psychedelic but it's not even good yeah, psychedelic.
0: it sounds like something i absolutely would not like so yeah I'm i would say skip it
1: i would say skip it uh you got anything for us in the bad uh, side? for
0: sure i talked about it last week but the you know the wrestler isekai is not good it's, it's just a real shame
1: they didn't not doing it for it's you. just a real shame yeah the i read a little bit it more about that how I read a little bit more about that from one review site where they were talking about it, how like you mentioned he goes for the belly scratchies on a wolf guy, who's an anthropomorphic wolf guy. Yeah. He's like an actual man, wolf man. Mm-hmm. And it is played off as like, he basically assaulted this guy. Kinda. Yeah. Like, it was a non-consensual thing. And then a par- I was reading some, and they're like, and that kind of becomes a recurring thing where like every time this wolf guy sees him, he's like, oh God, it's him. It's like, dude. Yeah. It's not, that sounds very not cool. It should be perfect. It should be a good show because it involves wrestling and animals, and you love both of those things, yeah. and I love both of those things. And, and a I mean, bunch they of could, people love both of those things. They could
0: even smut it up big time, and I would still love it. But, like, this is, like, creepy levels. Like, like we're all right, I feel gross. Kind of gross. Yeah, I feel like you just molested this person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's supposed
1: to be funny. You yeah. want me to think it's funny. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh now, at Now you that. know how I feel every time there's all these titties jiggling in my face. I'm like, I'm supposed to be turned on by this. I feel like you want me to be into this, but I kind of hate it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that you necessarily need to be turned on by the jiggling titties, but... Not necessarily. You their own.
1: Like, it's, it's just... Every time I'm watching a show and some dude falls into some girl's titties, it's like I'm supposed to think this is funny.
0: Look, I don't mind some big. I know you don't. I know you anime. don't.
1: I'm just saying we have different sensibilities yeah, sure. and we have found our limits. Yeah, Each but, of us have found. But I'm our not lines. gonna
0: say like I get terribly turned on by it or anything. Uh, like some people might. Oh yeah, you're making a little like. You mm-hmm.
1: saying it don't make your pee pee hoard
0: I mean, I'm not gonna say that never <laughs> happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Young, dumb, and full of gum at the, the age worst. of 30. You're the worst. You're a
1: bad boy. You're a bad, bad boy. Not all that young. Still pretty dumb now. <laughs> uh, do you want to know how much gum I got? No, I don't. I have no gum on me. Jesus. I got one you more. You got any of that birthday gum? I do not. You're mm-hmm. the you're the worst. Whose gum is this? No. Um, I got one more. You're evil. Uh, I got one more <laughs> here uh, that I'm going to put in the bad side less because it is a purely bad show and more because it feels dishonest because the name of the show is Stand My Heroes, Peace of Truth. And here's the description on the Funimation app where you can stream this if you are so inclined. <clears throat> uh, here we go. Let me just pull it up. Stand My Heroes, colon, Peace of Truth. Peace as in a piece of it, not as a okay. piece to like the world. Like a piece of pie. Like a piece of pie. Stand My Heroes, Piece of Truth. Uh, the description, Agent Rei Azumi has joined the newly created STAND, all caps, that's the name of the organization, where she will gather the best agents to build a team of heroes to protect Tokyo. Now that sounds like maybe superheroes, sounds like some kind of agency, like a shield thing. It's called STAND, same number, it's like shield, yeah uh, What it actually is, is first of all, it's a woman named Rei Azumi who is recruiting people to this special narcotics division where they're gonna be like, busting down crime and whatnot. She has been selected specifically because for some reason that they don't get into detail on, maybe they will. I'm not going to find out. Um, she just had, she basically has like an immunity to drugs. Like it's, it's a superpower. Like someone literally, she gets like damseled in episode one and someone grabs her and they like put a rag to her face and she's like chloroform. And she like pretends it knocks her out. And then she attacks the guy because it didn't knock her out because she's Chlorophyll. A chloroform more like borophyll. That's not what, okay. chlorophylls in plants. um, But like the real big thing here is that it sounds like it would be like a cop drama actiony thing and whatnot. It is, in fact, based on one of those like collect all the boys mobile games, like where you like you have like a little slot machine that spits out a new boy card and ooh this one's a double S rank or whatever. And that's what the show is. She's literally collecting handsome boys. It is like a reverse harem thing, which is not necessarily bad, but there's like no decent story here. And so far I've watched three episodes. Every one of them was just, oh, I'm investigating these guys. This guy's a writer. He, this one's an actor. They'd be great for the narcotics team. Why? Fucking why? And then, like, oh, the writer's, like, really angry and jaded and doesn't want to talk to me. But then we get some backstory, and it turns out he's a nice guy, and maybe we'll bone. It's like every episode is just that. And it's like, well, this is garbage.
0: (laughs) This is garbage is what this is. And I mean, she's immune to the core film. Oh, thank,
1: thank you. Thank you for the garbage. I will put it in the trash where it goes. Thank you. Thank you for the garbage. All right. And that's it for the bad ones from me you got any more that like we got to avoid? Uh no, not really. How about some honorable mentions? You got any of those uh, I got a couple. For
0: sure. Honorable mention, uh we never learn. I would okay. I would honorable mention that in in heartbeat because it's more of what we saw last season. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, if you had it's, if you it's had cute. Fun. it's fun. Uh it's a little uh it's a little smutty, but if you liked it, you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it's pretty tame, I would say. Nice. Um but it is it's a fun show. It's a good little laugh. Um, I feel like I do have one more honorable mention.
1: You want me to hit a couple while you think yeah, about it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'll do one I talked about before. After School Dice Club is a pretty interesting show... That honestly, I found it kind of boring. It's not bad, it just kind of bo- is just kind of boring. Um, I will watch a little bit more of it and see how I feel, but you know, a couple episodes in, it's kind of boring. Basically, you've got a story about these high school girls, they make friends, it's kind of a coming of age thing, a little bit, but it focuses more on these games. They're playing these tabletop and board games. These are all real games that you can really go out and buy and really play them with your friends, which is really cool. I really like that idea, the notion of it that way. And the thing is that, like, they kind of Uh, don't give you a lot of character development so far so it's like okay you're not going all in on the story of it and they don't give you enough of the games I think to really sell them so they're not going in all all Mm -hmm. in on the games they're kind of lukewarm on both sides and it's not bad it's just kind of boring Okay, there you go Uh, I would also give a shout out to Ascendants of a Bookworm which was pretty close to making my probably check it out list Um, it's pretty fun it's basically an isekai Which in which this uh, woman who apparently recently got a job at a um, library or something, which is her dream job. She loves books. The thing is that so usually and most of these guys I've seen, they start you out with like, here's this person in real life. Here's who they were and then something happens and they end up in this other world. Okay, this one, you don't really get that. They basically give you the backstory, but it's all like just kind of a storybook fashion where you're seeing like not the actual character and whatnot. Okay, okay. And then it drops a man and like here's the actual story in this isekai world, this fantasy world, this whatever. So basically this person loved books. She wakes up in the body of a very young girl. I'm talking like tiny little girl um, in a like old, ye oldie style town. Uh, there's like... You know she's in the slum she's from some poor family this girl she woke up in the body of and there is like a larger like there's a big castle and there's royalty and whatnot over there but she lives here and all she wants to do is read books that's all she cares about and she's like that's weird that I woke up in this weird body I don't know what's happening but okay here I am she just wants to read books well family's so poor they don't even know what books are Ain't no printing presses. They're all hand uh, hand copied and whatnot. So you got to have money to get books. She can't get no books and she's bummed out. Um, but from there, it goes into a pretty interesting story where obviously, like from the little bit you get at the beginning, she's going to end up getting, you know, further ahead, like uh, moving up the ranks of society a little bit, maybe. OK. And possibly getting what she wants, possibly getting a proper education as this little girl and whatnot. It seems like it would be pretty interesting. I'm pretty into this show right now. I will say that it gets a little bit weird because there's. Like, I don't know if it's going to go full on like there's a romance thing here, but there is a character she runs into who is a very young boy who's the same age as her character. However, this is a grown ass woman in the body of this young girl. So that's kind of weird. I don't know if it's going to become like a thing with them or whatnot because there are very young children. But if nothing else, she's made a little friend. So there you go. But they kind of they kind of give you shades of. They, they might be an item which is kind of weird considering again this is a grown woman in the body of a very young girl so kind of weird but overall the show is really interesting i do like the way it like kind of shows you like the value of um like particularly in a world where you know it is again like very old englishy and whatnot where everybody has to like work themselves to death to make anything of themselves in life how it does put a value on what most people in such a situation would consider "quote unquote" women's work, like sewing and crafting and whatnot. It really put shows the value of those things in a way that like makes them very, you know, upstanding in their respective groups and whatnot. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I'm into it.
0: Yeah, sounds but cool. I'll
1: check it out a little bit more, and we'll see what's up. You think of your other one you had, Ben? Um,
0: I I didn't think of it, but I do have a couple of things. I Ooh, definitely, I definitely want to watch. Uh, there are some things that I still want to watch. Okay uh i really want to watch that delinquent basketball anime
1: uh hiru no sora i believe yeah it's called. i think
0: that's right uh it looks great it looks like it's really up my alley you love the delinquent stuff i sure do man. you love the they, kids. they go all out dude they're classic you
1: love it when they're all up in each other's face you love their crazy cool bar hairstyles and you love it when they're peeping on the girls through the hole in the wall yeah and all man shit. sounds like my kind of show as not my kind of show um, but it could be good i don't know yeah i man, haven't it, seen it.
0: it it looks like it might be fun uh, another one that I've been waiting on, and uh, I just recently learned where to watch it. I've been waiting for it to come out on Funimation this whole Tell time. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. And it has it's uh, Psychopath season three, ooh, uh, which is actually tucked away on Amazon Prime. Oh, look at that. So all the the other two seasons in the movie are all on Funimation. That's so weird. of course I'm thinking. It, it also released really late, like October twenty fifth or something like that, 26th. Okay. So I waited this whole time like, damn, it's never going to come to Funimation and come to find out it is on Amazon Prime.
1: Now like as like going episodic like these other shows on Amazon, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's up to three episodes, I think.
1: I've never watched any of it. So that means nothing to me. But yeah, uh, it sounds like it's rad. First season is amazing. From what you've told me, it sounds great. The
0: second season is somewhere in the middle. The movie's awesome. And uh, I am still soaked about the, the third
1: season. You got so high hopes for season yeah, three.
0: Yeah, so it's something that I intend to watch, and I very much intend to. I, I'm pretty sure I will enjoy it. Nice. Uh, But yeah, so those are a couple of kind of honorable mentions. I haven't really watched them. Let's, but say, let's call them I hopefuls. Feel, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm comfortable telling people that you probably Throwing watch Throwing them out them there, before. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I got one more for an honorable <clears throat> mention, and this is one that honestly I did not think I would be into, but... It's pretty. I'm I'm kind of into it. It's pretty fun, uh, and it's one that I think you would enjoy if you give it a chance. Uh, it's called Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered, but overly okay. cautious. It's another isekai, but unlike so, there's a thing we've talked about previously with isekais and other types of shows uh, where it kind of feels like they're trying to parody the genre and they're trying to like satirize it. And the big downfall of all of pretty much all of those, as I've as I've discussed several times here on the show is that you can't tell me you're satirizing a thing and then just do the thing you're satirizing. You can't tell me you're making fun of the show that has a problem with constantly giving you female characters who don't do anything and they're just there to look cool. Like, haha, we're making fun of that by doing the same thing. That doesn't really work. So this show, I feel like is definitely closer to it, Uh, to a parody of an isekai because the big story draw is like you basically have this world of all these gods and goddesses who are there specifically these are the people who find someone from the real world pull them out and they put them into this uh, fantasy world and they're sending them out there to be the hero so for right off the bat you're on the other side of it and that's an interesting concept if nothing else uh, where it gets fun is that the person who the the person who we're watching the goddess we're sticking with, uh, first of all, her name is Restarte Restart, haha. Um, when she's looking through all these things, she's literally saying stuff like she's going through the names, and it's like the same three names over and over again because very often these shows are like they have either similar names or there's some pretty common names in there. Uh, she's talking about she's like going over them and being like, uh, I mean. You know, it shouldn't be too tough. Uh, we'll definitely get someone from Japan because this is already a big thing there. They know the deal. So that'll be easy. And she's like, blah, 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 doing all this stuff. She finally finds a guy and she's been assigned this super heavy planet. That's like, here's, this is an S level. It's the bad boy zone. So we need someone really strong. And she finds this guy. He's incredibly strong. He's stupid OP for his low level because of course he isn't an isekai. He's about to get isekai She pulls him out. He's tall. He's dark. He's handsome. He's got that look underneath that dark hair and ooh and she's honestly like immediately like oh damn he's hot she's thirsty for this boy uh he of course does not take her seriously at all despite being an actual goddess he refuses to go anywhere until he's sufficiently trained he immediately whips off his shirt and starts doing push-ups she's like oh fuck he's got a six-pack six-pack yeah dude it's freaking wild so that's the whole thing is like it obviously it's right there in the title the title, which is very redundant, Cautious Hero, the hero is overpowered, but overly cautious. You really need it in there twice. Point is, the dude is stupid, overly cautious. By the time they finally get to this world he's going to, he's fighting a level zero slime little baby monster that you could just kick and beat it by i'm not taking any chances he's using his super move his flame strike thing there's a giant explosion and then she's like okay you kind of overdid it there and he's like it might still be alive super flame attack and he like just does these same two moves like 10 times in a row to make sure this incredibly weak slime (laughs) is actually taken care of it's kind of awesome i don't want to talk too much more about it because i think it's worth watching i think folks should check it out it obviously i mean it's still an isekai so it has its tropey issues and whatnot but so far it's pretty fun it's not like overtly offensive in any ways it's decent um i will say that like the action is kind of lacking despite the big explosions and whatnot actual fights are basically like imagine if you had like Dragon Ball where they're like talking at each other about the powering up and how cool they are. But like by the time someone finally does throw a punch, it's like boom one and done and we're out of here. Like it's kind of like that where they spend so much time like powering up and getting in each other's faces. The one major fight we've had so far anyway, it could change obviously down the line. But yeah, it's kind of kind of lacking on the action. But the humor of it is very fun. That's another thing is like we have this this goddess character who's sticking with him and she's like trying to help him out. And she's like, oh, she's so beautiful and she's got the long blonde hair and the beautiful eyes and ooh, that dress is fairly revealing, but it doesn't like do the straight up like constant boob jiggle no one's falling into each other's tits if anything it focuses more on her goofy ass faces when she's like "Mm," and like her eyes are bugging Mm -hmm. out because she just saw some crazy shit she goes full roshi she goes full roshi every now and then (laughs) but it's also like like there's that where like you'll get these scenes where like the dude whipped his shirt off and she's like oh damn like that and she's like got the nosebleed but then it does other bits where like this evil person he's about to fight just powered up into this giant demon form and it cuts to her doing like a straight up GTO, like Aah! like freak out face. It's pretty funny. Um, and again, it could be trash down the line. So far, I'm into it. I think it's worth checking out. Uh, again, that's cautious hero. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious.
0: Sounds pretty sweet, dude.
1: Yeah, I think you would enjoy it, man. I think yeah. I think it's one for you to check I out. I probably would like after it. you watch episode two of freaking Babylon because you gotta see that. But yeah. Uh, I think that's about it for us. You got anything else, big boy?
0: Uh, I think that's about it, dude. I think, uh, I think we're gonna just roll on out of here, man. I'm getting sleepy. Yeah. I've had
1: a really long My boy needs week. a nap. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough one. This is like
0: easily the worst, definitely the worst, uh, week of work since i started working back at the stores but you've been having it, it, yeah, it stressed. could be you know since my entire employment there starting years ago this could be the worst week like wow this is really bad
1: it's gonna be okay man yeah. i believe in you you're stronger than that job yep you're a big big boy and you're big, big uh-huh. strong
0: i had to discipline people this week
1: big strong so boy. i had to really big, fill out
0: thing. like how i felt about disciplining these people that were younger than me yeah, man. So It was weird. It was I weird. mean, that's the
1: thing though. Like you, you are. I mean, you're like a manager, basically. Yeah. Like you're, you're one of the guys. Yeah. Who runs they're, the place.
0: they're like they're kind of taking me more serious this time. That shit
1: sucks, dude. I mean, yeah. like I, I'm like a team. So basically, the manager of my department, I'm like team lead, as they call us over there. But like I've got, I've got two people there who are older than me, and I gotta put them in their place every now and then. It yeah. fucking sucks sometimes. Yep that's that's like yeah it's something shit. i
0: definitely need to get used to
1: yeah it kind of blows but yep. it's a thing you got to do sometimes yep. yeah anyway I made, it, I made it through yeah
0: i try to turn a, a bunch of like any negative thing i could into a positive but also be like hey you might lose your job
1: <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> well this has been job talk yep. with the boys <laughs> um but yeah let's hit the plugs and get on out of here huh yeah. let's get you a nap and get me a let's sandwich it, i'm, I'm
0: sleepy yeah dude
1: all right, so if you have any opinions on what you've been hearing, please by all means let us know. Tell us if there's anything you think we should check out. If there's any shows we said maybe you should skip, that maybe we shouldn't skip, or shows that we said you should check out that yeah maybe not. But by all means, uh, let us know about. It. There's a number of ways to do that. Obviously, if you're watching this on the YouTube, you can leave us a comment right now. We'd really appreciate it. And while you're at it, go ahead and give us a thumbs up, like this, subscribe, and ring that bell. so we can ding dong. We'd really appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'd really appreciate, we appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I really appreciate it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we'd really appreciate it. And there's a number of other ways to get in contact with us. Of course, there's the Facebook group, The Good Buddies Universe on Facebook. We have the Twitter, TGB underscore anime pod. We have the old school Gmail, Pod at gmail.com. And we have the dead and zombified Tumblr, TheGoodBuddies.tumblr.com. And of course, as I always say, those things all have different names. You're going to make it. I believe in you. We also want to give a... Uh, quick nod to everybody who's checking us out on the podcast portion uh anywhere you can leave us a comment and a rating we'd really appreciate that appreciate that five stars apple podcast we're also on Podbean. we're on stitcher uh we're on podcast addict is what i use we are not on spotify because they're not cool enough for us but pretty Damn much right. anywhere else you can find Damn us. right yeah dude pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast uh we'd really appreciate it. if you checked us out left us a comment and a rating it'd be really great Beyond that, uh, we do want to give a shout out to our good buddies Married with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. The Mary Janes, for the use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. They are on Spotify because they're so cool, they're very but cool. they are actually super cool. <laughs> it sounded, <laughs> I mean, I was being sarcastic, but they are amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that that track, as well as so many other Hot Fire tracks, is only available on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Check them out, download some tracks, it's all good stuff. You're going to love it, you're going to have a good time. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to our good buddy Haas one more time for the use of our closing theme on the YouTube review portion. Again, that's Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram for our use of The Buddy's Good, is what mm-hmm. he calls it. Again, Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. <clears throat> really cool dude. And of course, a shout out to our good buddy, A Petty Theft. Yeah. Uh huh. That is how it's pronounced. Two p's at the beginning, two t's at the end. P-Petty theft for the use of our closing theme song on the uh, on the podcast portion of the show, which of course we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, that's Papetti theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud. Papetty theft. And you should be hearing that music right now because we're about to get on out of here. Roger, you got one to take us out with?
0: Uh, if you don't have one, I can come up with
1: one. Oh boy oh boy you want to take a second because i you got one no
0: okay i got one
1: okay <laughs> you know it's it's becoming harder and harder to, to close the show yep but uh, oh god i feel like you're about to absolutely shatter my entire life oh god he's getting so close to the microphone i'm terrified so from all of us here at the good buddies universe i am your good buddy brandon
0: and i am your good buddy roger
1: mayonnaise Oh,
0: God. Mayonnaise potatoes. No. Mayonnaise sandwiches. Why do you hate me? Mayonnaise pizza. Ugh. Mayonnaise ice cream. It's too much. Mm, mayonnaise hot dogs. You know, I put hot sauce on everything. That's my go too. Do you put mayonnaise in your pudding? Gross. Mayonnaise.
1: Really gross.